where you come in? Gosh, it's like he has to be intro- introduced to the show by his opening act or something. <laughs> He's fast. You're the real star, Megan. I don't know what his problem is. <laughs> oh, I know. Like Wheel of Fortune. Everybody knows Vanna was the star of that show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's happening, man? You got a lot. You got a lot of liquid there, Jude. You be all right. Have you ever seen the commercial with the things that have the little juice thing oh in my the God. head? Yeah, yeah. I bought one. Oh, all right. <laughs> it's really cool because the, the mixture goes through the straw instead uh-huh. of into cylinder. So you only ever have water in here. So like the whole cleanup process, just rinse it out and you're done. Yeah. This is the only thing you have to actually clean. Cool. It works. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I saw Joe with the beer and I'm like, man, I should probably get a, I'll be right back guys. (laughs) I'm on, I'm on the third floor. That's not happening. (laughs) Amanda, <laughs> mom, bathroom, <laughs> <Try> milk. <laughs> so what you uh, up to, Joe? How you been, man? Busy, dude. Just trying to stay productive, stay, stay positive, <laughs> make an impact. You know what I mean? I hear you. I hear you. It's exhausting sometimes. It can be, yeah. It can be. Um, yeah, I was really happy that you had some free time. Both of you guys had some free time so we could get together and do this because I felt really bad once I realized what I had double booked. That's... I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, I mean, I, like I said, I mean, we, we've all been busy during this time, so. Yeah. I'm busy, too. He's looking for the bottle opener right now. Yeah. <laughs> all right jude's got god you got corona again <laughs> and you say just the beer this time, folks just the beer yeah i had to get the corona yeah seems appropriate <laughs> it's not this that is, transformer one is it this is not the transformer one this is the extra <laughs> it's the extra strain extra oh extra lot or wait wait i feel like we jumped a lot of her Cerveza. <laughs> it's the it's the cerveza. Cerveza. Oh. Cerveza. Yeah. yeah. I heard, the, I heard uh, that one you drink or if you have too much of the corona, uh you you get a little you know, a little loopy and it's, a, loopy. it's not one of the worst ones, but it's still not fun. I mean it is at first, but then the next morning it's horrible. <laughs> horrible. Yeah, yeah. But it only lasts for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Major side effects may include. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> rectal bleeding what are we what are we talking about tonight here i think i think we should go with the big guns (laughs) i think we go big guns literally let's go guns let's talk gun control this is the beards and bros podcast on behalf of jew joe and myself tim enjoy the episode Yeah, I think this is going to be interesting. Uh, I just I just posted on the Beards and Bros to let everybody know we are recording, so they they can uh, they can stop worrying because I know they were. 
Oh, you know what? I did get a couple. I did actually get a couple messages from some people going, "What's going on with you guys?" It's <laughs> like that's good. Make them fine. We gotta make. We're, we're okay. I mean, we haven't heard from Joe for a little bit, but I mean, Tim's yeah. good. <laughs> he he hasn't like, texted yep. safe word yet, so we're good. <laughs> Joe, Joe has not told us guacamole, yeah. so we're good. <laughs> hey, now we need a new safe word. <laughs> She finally got him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, good times. Good Tell times. the police it was Darlene from Applebee's. <laughs> <laughs> Brittany from Verizon. Oh. She's crazy. <laughs> I, I could have told you. I could have told you that, buddy. <laughs> that elevator does not go to the top floor. In the in the off chance, <laughs> in the off chance that she ever listens to this episode, which I doubt, uh, that was all in good fun. So, no offense, man. No, no, I meant to be offensive. She knows me. Well, I know you did. Yeah, see, <laughs> I'm just laughing unknowingly, just to stay. Yeah, Tim's like stay neutral in the whole thing. <laughs> I'm like, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, this subject that I know nothing about. <laughs> Switzerland over here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you from Canada now? No, yeah, don't yeah. you know? <laughs> hey, fuck you, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> got the Molson. We'll go get the Molson here. Get the Molson. There you go. Yeah. I think I pack so, all our beer. So guns. <laughs> guns. I had to do a lot of research on this one because I am not overly familiar with exactly what the Second Amendment says. Just all the propaganda that people talk about <laughs> there's a lot of people out there that don't know what the second amendment says either they think that the second amendment goes i'm allowed to have my guns and y'all can't come get them no <laughs> oh, and there's something about a militia <laughs> yeah yeah i have the actual like what it means uh because you know me i like to do my research i like to to take things but uh yeah, there was, where was it? I put it in here. Well, now I have nothing in order. So my apologies. I have it right here. If you're <laughs> ready, I can read it for you. Go for ah, it. Fucking knew that All was right. Cons- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Constitution of the United States of America, 1789. And it was revised in 1992. And it states... A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of the free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. For those listening at home, that is like a health and, you know, woodsland person, that is not the right to arm bears. It's the right to bear arms. That's why I wear short sleeves. So my arms are bare. That's right. I I bear arms all the time. But let's read that again, just for the people in the back that may not have listened. Let's just, I'd all say it a little slower this time, okay? I didn't listen. (laughs) Constitution of the United States of America, 1789. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Got real quiet. <laughs> I, you know, 
so <laughs> in my research, I it, there are so many different websites, and you can clearly tell the difference between what is a liberal website and a conservative website. Wow, we're and then only also minutes in, and we already pulled up the L word. Yeah, <laughs> and then also. <laughs> The best one so far has been the Al Jazeera Network <laughs> because they put Johnny American on the front in his army uniform with the biggest Gomer pile smile on his face, <laughs> holding the machine gun. And, oh. you know, they're trying to explain it to the people that watch Al Jazeera why the Second Amendment. And they talk about all the mass killings. And I just had a, beer come out of my nose. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No wonder why the world is like, something's wrong there you know because they trust me like i wish i could show you the picture if you if you go look if you have a moment look it up like go to the website literally like look up i put it um the second amendment simplified and then there's one for the al jazeera network and i had to look at it immediately because the picture just was the best <laughs> um Oh, I, I, and, and I'm just, I'm just perusing some of these because I just put in here Second Amendment, uh -huh. and I'm perusing some of these websites, <laughs> and you wonder why they don't want people to have guns. <laughs> <laughs> right now, now this guy is apparently just the demonstrator that's on this website, but I'm telling you, man, he looks. He's the exact guy you don't want to have this weapon. You know. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. And it, yeah. Whenever you think guy should not have gun. This guy pops up. <laughs> I don't know guns well, but I'm going to take a wild guess and say this could be a 50 cal. <laughs> and I, I'm just, I'm concerned. Wait, what's this website <laughs> again you're talking about? Hold it's, on, I got to look It's Al Jazeera. Like, I literally typed in, in Google, uh, the Second Amendment simplified. And it was like the, let me see. Um. It'll, it says, a simple guide to understand the U.S. Second Amendment. When we, upload these, when we upload these videos, we got to have like a Joe Rogan show type setup where like whenever you pull up an image like that, like we can, we can show everybody what's share going on. Like, yeah. 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 So is this on like the Al Jazeera website? Oh, absolutely. 100%. Uh, talking about gun violence. The Al, oh, yeah, Al Jazeera that... talking about gun violence. Define Al Jazir. <laughs> yeah. This is from March of 2020. But anyway, yeah, like the picture, like at some point you're going to see it. And I, I don't know, like I know our, our people at home won't be able to, but I'll see if maybe. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah, that guy. So funny thing about that guy. <laughs> I know you're talking oh, about. Oh, he's that. famous. <laughs> uh, yeah, he is. So. So that guy was the guy that went to one of the rallies in DC and it was a, it was like a second amendment or no, it wasn't even like a gun rally. It was, it was, it was a pro gun like, rally. What's that? That's what, according to the picture with the little caption underneath, it is a, a pro gun rally. That's what this. All right. This so yeah. I have, okay. I have a put up here. I have a put up here. So what it was, was it was a rally for, because they were talking about limiting guns or limiting the ability to purchase AR weapons. Guys showed up with like pistols and ARs and stuff like this. This guy shows up with a 50 cal Barrett bolt action that is like 
dressed to the nines. And then he shows up in his military uniform. I have a 50 caliber. I am not going to carry that gun at a rally. I have a hard time getting it from the truck to the tripod. This guy, which I will call Joe America, uh, decides that he... We can't yeah, say why Joe America. Or... Why, can't it, why can't it be Jim America? Yeah, so um, he, you, he goes to this rally with this 50 cal because he can. You're a moron. Like... <laughs> You're, yeah. you're a better person than I am because I'm not breaking mine out of the safe and walking down the street with it because it is a 50 caliber. You were right. It is a 50 caliber uh, rifle, but damn, like you're stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's that guy. Like, like the guy at the gun, the guy at any rally that, you know, shouts free bird. It's that guy, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, he's the guy that's going to be at an Eminem concert yelling Freebird. Mm. Okay. <laughs> he's got he's got that uh rebel flag hanging from his backyard. I'll tell you that now. Yeah. He, you know who you if you remember um oh my god, what was the name of that movie? Full Metal Jacket. Oh god. He remembers me the guy <laughs> the guy that yeah. goes nuts. <laughs> yeah, it's that guy. Uh-huh. Yep, yep. But yeah. So but like guys like that are the reason why people who are afraid of guns are afraid of guns. Mm-hmm. You know, because you have you see people walking down the street, and here's the thing: you want to go to a rally and carry a pistol. By all means, go ahead. It is literally it it, and I will say this: it is your right that you can walk down the street with a firearm. I don't think I'm afraid of guns. I think I have a healthy fear, a healthy rational, logical fear of being shot by some idiot or i mean you know just being shot in general i was just going to say that i'm not afraid of the gun i'm afraid of the idiot that's attached <laughs> to the gun yeah yeah i i don't like i i could look he, he obviously they got him at a good point right he's got this stupid grin on his face he's holding this huge 50 cal gun there <laughs> you know he's trying to prove some kind of point he Mark. could be a very responsible gun owner which fine you know um but I, I don't know. It's uh, it's a little overkill when you're when you're going to that level. Like we we get it, we get it. We're you know, um, they should have took the, they should have took a red bandana and made them all rainbowed out. That would have yeah. <laughs> been amazing. Fake abs on them and <laughs> put a knife in his mouth, like between his teeth. <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of want to go around really quickly and just get a feel for what what our thought is on gun ownership and how we feel it should be handled here. So Joe, I want to start with you first. Cause I, not that I think I know what Jude's going to say, but he's also giving us the finger, not that one, but the wait a minute finger. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, right there. He's got, he's got one there just to show, show and tell. <laughs> so here's the thing up until, uh, April ish of 2020. I had never held a gun before in my life. I was staying with my sister, uh, my brother in law, you know, and I'm sorry if I mislabel anybody. I, I would say he's a gun enthusiast, whatever, you know, he would prefer to be called, but he's got quite a, you know, he's got a mini friggin' armory 
in his house. Okay, he's got several safes, every type of freaking gun you can think of, ammunition out the yin yang, and he likes to go to the shooting range. So he taught me, you know, how to hold one, how to handle one, how to take it apart and clean it, and how to, you know, gun safety and this and that. And then we went to the shooting range, and I was not gonna lie, I was shitting in my pants a little bit. I've never fired a gun before. I don't know what I'm getting into here, you know. It's not like what you see on TV and movies. It's it's pretty intense experience the first time you fire fire a gun. And uh, I'll tell you though, once I got over that, it was a lot of fun. Um, I would love to do something like that regularly. I would love to own my own so that I could, you know, and I've often thought not just for like recreation stuff, like, cause I'm not a hunter. We all know that, but also I, I'm not against having them, you know, uh, for protection against home invasion or out in public or, you know, whatever. It's, it's a crazy world we live in nowadays. I get it. I've often had that thought about investing in one and going about getting one for those reasons. You I have to know somebody that sells firearms too. I'm saying so I don't have any problem with people owning guns. I don't have any problem with there being a lot of strictly enforced regulations in order to get a gun, because I feel that if you have a problem with that personally, this is my opinion. Maybe you're the type of person that shouldn't be trusted with the responsibility that comes along with having one. Because really, I mean, isn't isn't the end goal just to make sure everybody is safe? And I and I feel and I might be ignorant to a lot. I don't know. That's why we're having this discussion. But I feel that all the regulations that are in place are there to protect everybody. And if you have a problem with any of that, then I don't think you should have the responsibility of owning a gun. That's my opinion. Cool. My turn. Sure, go for it. So, so I, I notice own... he goes. Huh. <laughs> yeah, because you know what? There's going to be a lot of people out there that that we are friends with that is going to listen to this and think that I'm going to say something, uh, or or I want to feel away, and and they might be a little surprised. So. I I collect guns. That was a good hook. I'm I'm in it now. I'm invested. See, you're in it now. Uh, I own guns. I own a lot of guns. Um, I have always been around guns. My dad collected guns. My grandfather collected guns. So I have many. Um, I'm a hunter. Uh, I I believe that everybody should should hunt, or you know that wants to hunt should be have the ability to hunt. Uh, I went out hunting last Saturday and got my deer. Um, so I believe in responsible gun ownership. Um, and with that, if you if you have the right to own a gun, by all means, own a gun, but be responsible about it. I also believe that not everybody should own a gun. Um, you know, you get these people out there, well, well why not? Because you have crazy people out there that their full intentions of owning that firearm is to hurt somebody with it. And I sell guns for a living. Um, I sell a lot of guns for a living. There are quite a few people that that come in to purchase a firearm um, that are gun collectors and responsible. 
But there's also just as many people that come in and own a gun that you're going, I don't know about that one. You know, and as they pass the background, they pass a background check. Uh, some of them you go, wow, I don't know how they did that, but they did. Um, but like I said, I, I don't, I do not believe that everybody should own a firearm. I don't think everybody should have the ability to own a firearm. I think that if you are batshit crazy, um, you should not own a firearm. It's plain and simple. Um, it, it, it is extremely easy to purchase a firearm in the United States. All you, I so don't know. Here, so I will, I will break down. I will break down a gun sale for you in the state of Pennsylvania. State of Pennsylvania. So a person comes let's say, in. Let's say for somebody like me, let's just, just use me as the example. Never owned a gun before in my life. How do I go about getting one? Okay. So what happens is you come into my shop. You look at your firearms. You tell me which one you want. Perfect. Let's get, get the ball rolling. You need a valid photo ID. If you do not have a valid photo ID, for some reason, let's say you have a change of address, then you need a valid photo ID. And there's seven different forms of identification you can have with your new address on. It can be a vehicle registration. It can be your military papers. It can be a change of address card. Anything like that, along with a photo ID, I could sell you a gun. So what you do then is you go and you do your 4473, which is your federal background check. That basically is the federal 20. government. What's that? I said 2319. Sorry, I didn't yeah. that in. So your 4473 basically says that the federal government says you, you can go further with purchasing a firearm. Okay. Now you can get denied on your 4473 like that. You can get denied. I have seen very few get denied on 4473. What's the, uh, like what's on that form? Like it. So it's basic questions like, are you a U.S. citizen? What's your race? You know, your address, your name, your phone number. Uh, your social security number is optional. You do not need to put your social security number on a 4473. But you need and to put ask your you race. Some, what's that? <laughs> but you need to but put you your, need race. your race. Yeah. Um, is that, are you guys fucking with me? Is that a thing? Yeah. Yeah. You have to have your race on there. You didn't hear him say that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah your that. race has to be on there. How you identify, I should say. How you identify. Because you could identify, you could identify as <laughs> as no race. Basically, that's just saying that you don't want to divulge that information. I've always felt Samoan. <laughs> yeah, I'm Asian. Anyway, um, so come on. After that, <laughs> after that, you go through and you do your Pennsylvania background check. Now, or to answer your question, Joe, 4473. Basically, you answer questions like, you know, have you ever broken a law that could get you a year in prison? Or have you ever been uh, convicted of a crime that could have, you know, X, Y, Z? Once you answer all that, then basically... Pretty reasonable shit, yeah. Reasonable information. Very reasonable information in regards to gun ownership. Once you're done with your 4473, then what I do is I put you into the PIC system. What that is, is that's run by the Pennsylvania State Police, and that runs your background check for Pennsylvania. Uh, what I ask you is, like, basically, are you a United States citizen? Are you a Pennsylvania resident? Um, I can only sell, I can sell guns to anybody that's a Pennsylvania resident or bordering states with some restrictions as far as uh, pistols. Okay. 
So I asked those questions. The, the four main questions are, are you a United States resident or a United States citizen? Yes or no? You answer yes. Have you ever been convicted of a crime that enumerated from code? And I, I don't want to give the number because I'm not 100% sure of the number. There's two of those. Basically, it's if you could be in prison up to a year or more. And then are you the intended purchaser of this firearm? Reason being is because in Pennsylvania and other states, uh, they have what's called a straw purchase. Basically, that would be like me trying to purchase a gun for Joe. That's illegal. Um, now, if I wanted to purchase a gun for Megan as a gift, I can do that because it's a gift. You can gift to immediate family. Yeah, so like, like there's not an enormously obvious loophole there. Right. <laughs> like if like I could purchase a firearm and give it to Megan, <laughs> and purchase a firearm, and give it to me. I could purchase a firearm for the boys or the boys can purchase a firearm for me. Um, that's a loophole. Can you own a gun as a minor if it was a gift? What's that? Can you own a gun legally as a minor, like you just said, if it was a gift? So in the state of Pennsylvania, um, if you're 18 or over, you can actually purchase a rifle or a long gun. Um, you can own. If you're under 21, you cannot purchase a pistol. However, if you're over 18, like Michael, Michael can't go into a gun store and purchase a pistol right now, but he could purchase a rifle. Loophole, if I purchase the pistol, I can give it to him as a gift, being under the age of 21, and he can legally own it. Follow Jude for more gun hacks. The loophole. Um, but after, and then after, just to get back on track, after the uh, Pennsylvania background, once that goes through, you own a gun. Now, the Pennsylvania background check can take anywhere between a minute and four hours, depending <laughs> on what you have. Yeah, yeah. Depending on, like, if your name, yeah, <laughs> if your name is John Smith and you have a CDL license, you're going to be there four hours. Actually, Jingleheimer Smith. Thank Jingleheimer you. Jingleheimer Smith. Yeah. His name is my name too. Um, <laughs> but like for somebody like me, purchasing a firearm takes about a minute because there's not a lot of me around. You not know? a lot of Kuchenbrod? <laughs> yeah, not a lot. There are a lot of Jacob Kuchenbrods, but over three quarters of them are in a cemetery. Hmm. So the three of any of the three of us have an overly common last name for our area, especially. You think no. Rando is not something you see very <laughs> often? No. Yeah, Clawson actually is. I've seen many Clawsons come through. So there's a lot of different spellings, but like the you know the yeah, way it's yeah. Me, but we're we're an elite crew. <laughs> I, have yet, I have yet to see a Google broad other than myself. So <laughs> it's impressive. Um, but yeah, once you go through the background check, literally, I could sell a gun to somebody in 15 minutes. From the time that they look at the firearm to the time they walk out with it, 15 minutes. And most of that is just me typing in all their information. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And then people scream that the background checks and everything are too invasive. Well, and those are the kind of people that I was referring to earlier in my earlier statement. Um, the crazies, you know. Yeah, yeah. Now, here's, here's, here's the flip side of that. 
Say you want to purchase a black powder gun. There's no background check. Zero. So like, like a musket? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I could sell you a black powder gun and you could have just killed 20 people last month. Or you could have, like, there is no background check required for a black powder pistol or, it, or rifle. None of this shit makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, what, what was your criteria in coming up with that? If somebody can give me a rational explanation to that question, please. <laughs> yeah, no background check for, for a black powder. I could, like, Walmart sells um, Traditions black powder and Wolf black powder, pistols and rifles. They don't sell pistols anymore. They only do rifles. You can literally walk into Walmart, tell the guy at the at the sporting goods counter, yeah, I, I like that rifle. I want to purchase that. He will literally unlock it, hand it to you. You walk up front, pay for it, walk out. You're done. No background checks revolve or are involved with that at all. So if you're a convicted felon who can't legally own a gun, you can literally walk into Walmart and own a gun. In the same respect, though. You could pass all of that, you know, paperwork and checks and this and that and be, still be a complete psycho. Uh, leave that store and go and pop somebody right in the head. The guy, the Las Vegas, Las Vegas shooting, the Las Vegas shooter bought every single firearm that he used for that mass killing legally. Oh, my God. Every single firearm he had, he bought legally. Yep. So, I mean, so, so what are, from, yeah. from my standpoint, I, I don't, uh, I don't differ too much from where you guys are, to be honest with you. I, although like you, Joe, I don't have a gun. Um, me personally, I've gone back and forth about it. Uh, I don't feel like I'm not capable of owning a firearm, like a, a pistol for protection or I'm not a hunter and I've tried to do the hunting thing. Like I have talked about it numerous times, but just never acted on it. Cause I just don't know if it's really going to be something I'm going to be all about, but um, everybody wants to be a hunter until they kill something. Right. I don't know if I can that's, do it. They just look like big, tall dogs to me. And I don't think I can do it. I'll after the fact, I'll eat a burger, whatever. I, they taste great, but <laughs> tasty animals. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But I'm in the same boat. Like, I'm not sure that I, I'm like, I've gone back and forth just for protection purposes. But I don't know. I didn't come from an area like this where it was common to grow up in a household that had rifles for hunting, shotguns for hunting, pistols for going to the range or whatever. Uh, you know, I grew up in Jersey. And if you had a gun in Jersey, it was probably for different reasons. So, <laughs> uh, Glad you said it. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so, you know, I mean, my uncle Different owned a, a, a pistol. He, uh, he had a revolver and someone broke into his home. This was back in the eighties and he was trying to steal his VCR uh, <laughs> and he shot him in the back and, you know, they took the gun from him for, I forget how many days and gave it back to him once everything checked out. But wow. I don't know if I could do that. Like, I don't know if I could take aim at someone unless I really felt imminently in danger but like if you, he was literally trying to leave the house with the vcr in his hand and my uncle was like you ain't leaving his house without my vcr <laughs> how am you're i gonna take my, my shows if you're in my house if you're in my house you have good health insurance i'm telling yeah. you that now 
Yeah. Well, yeah, he got him in the back. So he got him in the back and uh, I'm sure he, he felt it. So uh, I don't think he died, but um, I mean, it was a long time ago, but I mean, I remember that clearly, you know, you don't forget, like it's the only person I know that ever shot a person, you know? Um, so it's just, for me, I feel like the, the laws are there for a reason and we need to make some adjustments to just make it a little safer, but I definitely don't want to take weapons away from people either. I don't, I feel like there's plenty of people out there that are capable gun owners, responsible enough to do what they want to do, whether it's collecting, you know, going to the, the gun range, hunting, whatever it is, as long as they're not going after people for no good reason. <laughs> Dude, a day, a day at the gun range is a lot of fun. You know, you go out there, you can actually, like, we have different targets. Yeah, Yeah, we have different targets and stuff like that where you can make it a game or you can make Mm -hmm. it a competition or, you know, it's fun. That's what I would need in order to feel confident in that. I've shotguns. I mean, I, my, my one cousin had plenty. He's a, he's a big time gunner. He loves weapons. He's, you know, um, and we used to go in Shellsburg in this area in Shellsburg and we would fire. And I, I fired, I think it was a 30 odd six and I hit a, like a gallon jug of water that was probably a little over a football field away. And I hit it. Now I was pretty proud of myself because I had never fired a weapon like that before. Uh, But that's the last time I ever fired a weapon. (laughs) And I was probably seven. I'll tell you what, I'm going to put this out there. Now this summer, we should do an episode at the gun range. I'm in, I'm in. Cause like I said, I would love to go and, you know, maybe understand it more. Cause I feel like Jude, you're obviously the more experienced of the three, I could learn something and feel more comfortable and, and maybe Absolutely. it would get me to that next, that part. We'll grab some Tannerite. <laughs> and wow. now we understand why the Al Jazeera thing is. <laughs> we went from shooting guns to blowing stuff. Up. <laughs> legal Tannerite, legal Tannerite, but Tannerite's a lot of fun. You can have a lot of yeah. fun with Tannerite. <laughs> I mean, it, and it's more than just blowing shit up. It's, like uh, what I what I like to do with it is I'll put a little canister of tannerite about a hundred yards away. Yeah. And you'll know when you hit it. But if it's, it's fun to it's fun to have somebody shoot and miss, you're like, oh come on. For all of you <laughs> government officials now listening to the show, I would just like to take a we've all been time out <laughs> to say that I love America. Look, uh, if I'm gonna be America. followed. Buy some, you know, dudes in cars. At least come help me move. You know, I wake up yeah, in the morning. Yeah. If you, red if you could do this night. shit on the 18th, that'd be great. Yeah, you know? great. <laughs> <laughs> I I just can't wait for that episode when we go. My name's Tim Rando. Welcome to Jackass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but that, I mean, yeah, that's kind of how I feel about it. Like, I just I don't have the comfort level, but I definitely feel like it is. Uh, important to allow people to to do it because again it's not just a hobby it's a way for people to feel protected it's you know provide for your family yeah you said about taking weapons away from people you can turn anything into a weapon Mm -hmm. very advanced weapon in this day and age but like you could you know you take people's guns away from something they're just going to find something else to defend themselves with yeah here's the thing a lot of people yell saying ars well you shouldn't have an ar because that's an assault rifle that's what that ar stands for no it doesn't look it up <laughs> ar-15 does not mean assault rifle 15 look it up but like people are like well it can rapid fire it's a semi-automatic 
firearm. You are absolutely correct. It is. You you can also make a nine millimeter fully automatic just by watching a video on YouTube. There are videos on YouTube that give you step-by-step instructions on how to make your firearm fully automatic. I'm not going to lie. That little um, automatic handgun that the Joker used in the Dark Knight, <laughs> and, you know, movie prop and everything, but that had to been practically made somehow, and that thing was dope. I wouldn't mind Good having Good thing Baldwin <laughs> didn't have that. Anyway. What's that? I said, good thing Baldwin didn't have that. Oh, my God. Can you Too imagine? soon? Too soon. Okay. Anyway. Um, so, real quick, for those who don't want to do the research, uh, Armalite Rifle. That's what AR stands for. I still don't know what it really means. I mean, I'm reading it, but. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it's air-cooled. It's gas-operated. Here's, here's the thing. Like, I own, I own AR-15. I, I own ARs. Um, I own both a 5.56 AR, which is a like, a like a hunting round. Well, not a hunting round, but a rifle round. Um, and I have a AR-style 12-gauge shotgun. Um, both would never be used by the United States military as a assault rifle or a military-grade rifle. Neither one would be used by anybody in the military to protect this country. The ARs that the military have are so different than ARs that a civilian can own. It's not even funny. Uh, it's just, they look scary. But do you think people's argument might be, why do you need an automatic firing weapon at all? So, I, and I'm glad you brought that up because that's a lot of the, the arguments or the, you know. What if I'm that gonna, deer's packing too, Jack? What's that? Yeah. <laughs> so what that if that deer is back? <laughs> that deer's got so, in, the, in, the, in the background. So a lot of people are like, well, why do you need to own a, a automatic rifle? Here's the thing. I don't need to own an automatic rifle. I don't. I own one just simply because I wanted one. Do I need it? No. You don't need a car either. You got two legs, you can walk. You don't need a TV. Why do you have one? Because you want one, right? There are people out there that'll be like, well, my TV can never kill anybody. Okay. I get that. Bet. What about your car? <laughs> it, when it all boils down to it, is the rate that the gun fires really that much of a factor over whether or not some psycho is going to kill someone or how many people he's going to kill or she, for that matter, or whatever they identify as? Thank you very much. Uh, but is this the rate of fire, you know what I mean? Whether it's a single shot or you know, automatic or whatever. Do, I mean, does that really factor that much into it? Do you, do you understand where, where I'm coming from? Yeah, but then you get, you get the people out there that'll be like, well, you know, if it wasn't a 30 round magazine in that, and if it was a nine millimeter with only a 12 round magazine, he would have only been able to kill 12 people instead of 30. Okay, so what's the threshold for deaths? Let's say, let's say he has a, a, a several more clips. <laughs> I don't Here's know. Here's my thing. I can, I can have 10 30 round clips or 30 round magazines. They are magazines for sorry. Mag- <laughs> uh, so I can have, I can have 10 30 round magazines for my AR, or I could have 50 10 round magazines for my nine millimeter. What's the difference? 
there is no difference. It's just right. that was my point. Either way, <laughs> would you rather get shot by a nine millimeter or a five five six? I mean, does it really matter? I don't want to get shot at all. I don't want to get <laughs> shot with a fucking I, BB gun. Like, and I, think, you know, I think a lot of people, well, you know, might like you said, touch on the whole like. 30 as opposed to 12 like oh it's more convenient he can kill more people more efficiently quicker and easier and uh, <laughs> i don't really think that you know whether it's automatic or not really makes a difference on that pal i can have a 30 out six that has five shells in it and hit you from a mile away right so the whole like automatic you range, know i mean like that, i don't have to be close range that argument kind of collapses in on itself where I'm concerned. Like it next, you know what I mean? Like as far as like gun control is con- like, come on, move past that. Everyone's so hung up on the AR, you know. It- Cause they're big and scary. Look it up online. There was a guy about seven or eight years ago in France killed 12 people with a butcher knife. I didn't hear anybody wanting to ban knives. Gun shots start going off. I don't care at what rate they're firing. I'm getting the hell out of there because I'm going to be terrified. Right. Right. (laughs) It's like I said with my, with my AR shotgun, I bought it for home defense. And I, I, here's the thing with my AR shotgun. All I have to do is rack it. Just rack the bullet into it. That's going to change your mind real quick. I don't even have to shoot it. I just have to rack it. You hear that intimidating sound, and that's why nobody ever has it (laughs) ready ahead of time because you know it's like a deterrent. Like, I have a I have a twenty round I have a twenty round drum on my shotgun. I will unload all twenty rounds on you. It will be a closed casket. I'm telling you now, (laughs) but you know, um, but just that racking of the shotgun that that's a big deterrent as well. You know. People are like, well, what happens if they hear that and they have it going on them too? Good luck drawing I'm shooting, it. I'm shooting double odd buck out of my shotgun. I can shoot through a wall. Mm. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> so you know. I, I have a I have a question for, for the both of you. And I have I have answers to this question as well. But have you ever um witnessed or been a part of or around any kind of gun violence of any kind, like uh, anything that you can think of that would justify itself as that. I was at the UVA. I, I know this story. If I've heard it. Yep. Uh, nothing. No, no. I mean, I think that would be pretty prominent in my mind. I can't really think of a time. I mean, I know somebody very closely that has, um, and I know this, you know, but not personally. Mm. Yep. I was at the UVA. Four people died. So mm. that was a scary night. So I, I, I've never actually like been in your position, Jude, except for one time. And it wasn't in that close of a quarters. Uh, so <laughs> a neighborhood I lived in Pittsburgh, uh, the upper north side. Enough said. Um, if you know where Penn Brewery is around that area, up above that, Absolutely. there was um, an area, uh, an apartment building that uh, frequented some gunfire. And one night, actually more than one night, I can remember sitting in my room and my roommate at the time 
come busting in going, did you hear that? And it wasn't like a bang. It was, it was legit. Like, oh, wow. yeah, like machine gun fire kind of stuff. Um, and I was like, man, you know, like <laughs> a, somebody, there's a drive-by happening. We're moving uh, they drive by. Yeah. <laughs> and he's freaking out. And he was in the, he was in the military. I mean, he was uh, an air force guy. He was actually an, uh, an, uh, an SP and so he, you know, he's familiar with guns, grew up in central Pennsylvania as well, but that freaked him out. Like he ran in like, you know, and I'm like, oh, I don't know what to do. Like I'm staying in my room. Like, I'm like, <laughs> I'm not going to go out and check out and see what it is. Get in the bathtub, um, get in the bathtub. Yeah. So we heard stuff like that off and on in that neighborhood. And then the most recent would have been when I was in Memphis. So on Beale, you can go to Beale street. They have a blocked off and you kind of just, you know, go from bar to bar. You kind of just bounce around and drink and, you know, do like pub crawls and stuff. And you're allowed to have open containers as long as you stay within this like area. Right. So we're walking and, and uh, they had said to us like, look, if you go, don't go on a weekend at night, it's going to be crazy. Things happen. We were like, eh, so the manager that was there, because we were what there. What do you business. know? You just live here. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, she's like, let's go to Beale for dinner. And then we'll, you know, maybe go to a bar and then we'll head out because we don't want to stay there too late. Sure. So we go into dinner. We have a nice dinner and we go to a couple bars. We went to this absinthe bar. I don't like absinthe much as I thought as I did. Uh, it's also super Boy. expensive. Uh, <laughs> it will fuck yeah. you up quick, too. Yes. <laughs> um, we're walking around. Like- properties like it did in the old days apparently i was rather i don't know i was expecting something a lot bigger <laughs> the first yeah. time I tried, it was really yeah. but we're walking through it and the crowd is massive like there are people everywhere and you know you know that it's protected sort of because every other block there are at least two police cars just sitting there with the police officers hanging out you know because it's just a lot of people we get down to the, like, the other end and we go into this one last place and had a live band and they had these like beer specials. So, you know, we got the beer, then we go back out and we're standing there and we were there a little later than what we expected. And we're in a group and you know, I'm, my back is to the crowd and the people that I'm talking to are kind of their back is to like the open street where people are driving. And uh, I remember just sitting there talking with the beer in my hand and all of a sudden we hear this pop, pop, somebody had fired a gun in the crowd and immediately I saw the one guy we traveled with like little, little dude hits the ground, trying to run. Like he turns around, falls and everybody just starts running. And I hear behind me people yelling and I turn and look (laughs) stampede of people coming at me. And I'm just standing there. I'm like, please don't make me knock over my beer. I don't want to waste this. (laughs) So I just kind of casually walk because I'm thinking if I run, I'm probably going to fall or I'm going to do something stupid or whatever. You're going to die tired. Yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) So I just kind of walk around and, you know, everybody stopped and they, they must have arrested the person, but like, that was legit. Like I've never been in a crowd like that where something like that happened. And like people are running toward me and I'm thinking I'm either going to get run over or I'm going to be shot. And I'm like, well, I'm not spilling my beers. (laughs) So yeah, it was pretty crazy. Funny thing was, was after the, the shootings at the UVA, I bounced there then after that. And we had a shooting there one mm-hmm. night where a guy, guy's wife decided that 
she was gonna she was mad at her husband and she was flirting with a couple other guys and got out to the parking lot and the guys were hooting and hollering at her and her husband went hey i have a 22 pistol in the car and took a crack at it so first thing i did i carried there and i they knew i carried there um i pulled my pistol right off the bat you know that was first thing i did i got behind a car and pulled my pistol Mm -hmm. and good thing he got into his car and left because that would have been a different situation because i wasn't the only one that had a pistol on him that night um there was actually three or no two blair county sheriff deputies in the bar and the the clientele that was at the uva at that time there were quite a few people in there with pistols that probably weren't legal <laughs> so it got shot had yeah. he not jumped in his car he probably would have got shot that night yeah uh, either by somebody who wasn't supposed to have a firearm or myself so because i'm sorry you shoot at me i shoot back so uh yeah yeah that uh that was that was scary two nights so and then i don't know did i ever tell you guys whenever i was hunting whenever i got shot no no oh 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 you guys don't know this one so i was turkey hunting this was oh man i was i, I swear I, to God, I, you're the second person i've heard i've talked to before that has been shot turkey hunting mm-hmm yeah. Because you can't you don't uh, have to wear much as much orange, right? You don't have to wear any orange. <laughs> I wear orange now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I was I was turkey hunting and I was sitting up against a tree and I was in full camo, but I had as I was sitting, I was sitting on the ground and I had my knees up against my chest and a gun on my on my legs. And I I consider myself a pretty good caller for turkey. Um so I called. I called again and I was someplace where I knew there were turkeys and I called a third time. And when I called the third time, I heard an answer from across. I was in a little valley and uh, I heard an answer from across the valley and I waited and it called again. So I called and then it called one more time. And when it called the second or the last time I had chirped twice and I heard boom. And it felt like somebody had body checked me into the tree. And I hit, I hit the tree and I, and I went like this with my mouth and I looked down and there was blood <laughs> that changes your day pretty quick. <laughs> um, and then I heard boom and it hit me. It hit me a second time. So as he shot the third time, I was running around to the back side of the tree. Oh yeah, Joe. Yeah. I'm surprised I never told you this. So I ran around to the back side of the tree and I had a nine millimeter on me um, because I, I carried in the woods. So I pulled out my pistol and I, I cracked two shots off like in his general direction. And I hear this guy yelling, whoa, 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 you're shooting at me. Whoa, 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 you just <laughs> shot me. I went, I went, <laughs> I went, motherfucker, shoot you me. shot me. <laughs> you know? Um, so yeah, that whole situation uh, turned, turned, okay at the end of there because i i told him i said buddy i'm surgical with this thing i'll kill you where you stand because that when i saw him when i saw him i had i had the gun drawn on him he'd have died that day had he you shot me were, again died that day. you two were turkey calling one another yeah yeah that's exactly what happened yeah i like i have oh. to see this in an animated skit but, yeah, um, i have i still have bb's in my leg um from it megan has actually seen bb's 
they'll bill out of my leg every now and then. Um, because so as you what? guys know, I have, they'll, they'll peel out of my leg. I still have shotgun BBs in both legs. Um, I've actually had them like bill themselves out of my skin. Um, I still have a few in my, I have one in my lips still actually too. Like whenever I shave and I don't have any facial hair, you'll see a lump right here on my lip. That's a shotgun BB that I still have in my lip. Um, <laughs> Did they I have, let like, you keep it for a memento? <laughs> no. So what happened was, was um, you guys know I have a phobia of needles. Mm -hmm. um, so I went to the hospital when I, when I had this and they scrubbed my legs. And what they wanted to do was they wanted to take tweezers and pull each shot out of my leg. So I asked, I asked the nurse, I said, if you leave them in my leg, will it cause me any problems? Like, will they rust or anything like that? But they had, they had pulled two of them out because they were close enough to the top layer of my skin. And she said, no, because of the type of shot they were, they wouldn't like rust or anything like that. I, and I don't know what it was steel or aluminum. I don't know what it was, um, but it wouldn't, it wouldn't cause me any problems down the line because it didn't hit any veins or anything like that. It was okay. Um, so I did the whole, just scrub me up, wrap me up and let me go. <laughs> um, so they take like a little scrub brush and they scrub, you know, everything off. They try to get what they can. They just wrap my legs up and I left. So, but I still have some of them. Like if you could feel my leg, I have some of them still in my leg. So I had like four in my left leg and like four or five in my right leg. Yeah. Yeah. Good times. It was fun. Yeah. That was fun. There was a kid I went to high school with. He did the same thing. He was, but he was laying on the ground trying to look over a, a, like a little hill or something. And the guy thought he was a turkey. Movie. And he, he has a buckshot in the back of his head. I yeah. can't yeah. the time I'm hearing about this. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Got them all in my leg. And like I said, I had, I did have two in my lip and one of them, I this goes so funny. I had a cold sore and it popped out of my lip one day from my cold sore it just didn't come out of the cold sore yeah so that the one, other one's the other one's further inside my mouth so it won't we don't have the heart, we don't have the heart to tell it wasn't a cold sore yeah. <laughs> it wasn't a cold sore no. um, i can get a pretty yeah, big magnet yeah. we can try to get those things out if you want <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah yeah shot in hunting season that was at the top of my damn list you know yeah. So, I mean, like hunting accidents happen. I mean, you see them, especially during hunting season, you see them pretty regularly on the news. So people getting shot. Or, there was, wasn't there a guy who got shot died. today? Yeah. Yeah. Guy like got an shot 80 some year old man, something like that. 81 year old man. You hear about the guy um, in Cambria County, uh, a kid had shot at a deer and actually hit him. I think it was his uncle, um, but he was like 200 yards away, 300 yards away, hit him straight in the head. Wow. yeah yeah that's why i always say you know and, and you know i'll give you some gun safety tips here folks um whenever you're hunting make sure what's behind whatever you're shooting at because you never know like this kid took a shot at a deer missed the deer and hit a relative 300 yards away hit him right in the head he was dead on scene you know with a 30 yards uh, it was like a 30 yards or a high power rifle i think it was a 30 out six um, but yeah, dead on the scene, hit him, hit him from 300 yards away. Like yeah, that bullet, just because you, your bullet hits, whatever's 50 yards away. You don't got to think about what's past that. Like whenever I shoot a deer where I hunt, 
Um, I have a lot of ravines and stuff like that. I will not shoot a deer that's at the top of the ravine because I don't know what's, I have a pretty good idea what's on the other side of the ravine, which is mostly woods, but I know there's fields and farms the other direction from me to where if I hit something at the top of that hill, that bullet could potentially hit somebody standing outside the barn at one of the farms. I won't shoot at the top of the hill. I wait until they come down the hill. That way I know that that hillside is going to stop that bullet. But that's just like little things like that. People who don't shoot or don't hunt or anything like that don't don't know to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, and this kid, I guess he was shooting deer in a field and didn't know that his family was 300 freaking yards away down through the field and literally freak accident. I mean, it was yeah. a freak accident. It wouldn't, probably wouldn't happen 100 times out of 101 times. Mm-hmm. You know, it it just, he shot, missed a deer and hit this guy three. You got to think about this. This is three football fields away. And I mean, he hit him square in the head. So, I mean, accidents happen, you know, freak accidents happen. And that was just a freak accident. You know, it's not, it's not that this kid was negligent by any stretch of the imagination. He's going to have to live with that for the rest of his life. You know, it's just, it was an accident. It, it, It was a plain freak accident that you know it just show it it also goes to show you how far away a bullet could still be deadly you know the the corner said it was 300 yards that's far you know <laughs> step on a football field and imagine two more mm-hmm. you know it, it just freak accident freak accident yeah that's a shame you know things like that happen i mean and that's you know even when that happens in my head, I don't go, we need to get rid of guns. That's a complete and utter accident. There's nothing you could, you know, potentially run over a, you know, a loved one and you know, that's an accident. Yeah. So what are you going to stop driving or, you know, you <laughs> I mean, you might, yeah. but I mean, uh, you know, we had a friend of ours, a uh, friend of my dad's, this was God 30 years ago. Um, he was hunting and got in him and his wife were going through some shit and he hunted right behind the house and he had a 30 out six and him and his wife got into an argument and he was banging the gun off of the porch um as he was arguing with her like because it got kind of heated he was banging the gun off the porch and the gun went off and the bullet went from his hip through his shoulder just obliterated everything in between killed him on as soon as it shot hmm. uh gun went off free accident you know just it wasn't that she shot him or anything like that just you know irresponsible banging of the gun and literally it went off and bullet went from his hip to his shoulder went right through his lungs his heart his intestines everything killed him he was dead before he hit the ground but i mean accident and you know and like you said it tim it's not as soon as I hear that, I don't think, oh man, we need to ban, ban guns. No, I it just, it, it was a stupid accident, you know? So it was a real bad decision. <laughs> it absolutely was. Yeah, absolutely. I don't, I don't own guns and I'm not hundred percent familiar with them, but the last thing I think I want to do while loaded is to bang them around on things you know, just to see what's going to happen my, because I'm mad, you know? Yeah. My brother, Paul, um, the one time he went hunting with my dad, um they were I, I don't know if they were small game hunting squirrel hunting rabbit hunting whatever i know he had a shotgun 
Um, he was walking behind my dad and my dad said he was playing with the, with the trigger guard on the shotgun that he was carrying with my dad and accidentally hit the trigger and the gun went off and shot beside my dad. And my dad said, I knew it went off because when he shot, my dad said he saw nothing but like um, toothpicks because he hit the tree beside my dad. Mm. My brother never went hunting after that. Scared, scared him so bad. That was, that was it. Mm -hmm. Um, me too. Yeah. Yeah. I remember, I remember hunting with my dad. It was, it was, oh, this is years ago. And, uh, I had already got my deer and my dad, my dad did not get his deer. Uh, dad, dad went in the woods more just to enjoy time in the woods. And he did actually hunting deer. Uh, love my dad. Sorry. Um, but I had drove deer for my dad. Basically, well, all that is, is you walk around and try and push deer towards somebody who's hunting. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I got up that morning. I got my deer, drug it out, everything like that. I had, I had filled my tags for that season. And I drove deer for my dad. And then I came back to where my dad was sitting. And my dad was looking one way and I was looking the other way. And I didn't even have a gun on me because I had already shot my deer. So I fell asleep sitting at the at the tree with my dad and i woke up and when i opened my eyes there were three deer in front of me and i went to turn to tell my dad hey dad there's deer and when i turned i saw the barrel of my dad's gun come over my shoulder <laughs> and, and and it went across my shoulder and i heard my dad go don't move Part one of Pew Pew and You all wrapped up. So thanks again, everybody, for listening to the Beards and Bros podcast. My name is Tim, one of said bros. And uh, yeah, um, we're, we're kicking off another three-parter. Uh, we did not expect it to go the three hours that it would with just the three of us. But, uh, well, you know, we're, we're chatty. So uh, we knocked it out in three, and that's what you'll be getting in in three. So um so yeah, I mean, you know, to kind of start it off, just talking about our experiences with uh, firearms and and uh, some of our, our quick thoughts. And as we get through the next few episodes, we'll elaborate on those, talk a little bit more about some of the situations that have been happening, and uh, you know, just really, you know, try to figure it out, like what what needs to change. So uh, thanks again for listening to part one of Pew Pew and You, and uh, yeah, tune in next week. Uh, it'll be released on um, the 17th, and then uh, the following will be on Christmas Eve. And then we're working on a bonus content episode with just, uh, you know, our favorite Christmas movies and songs. We figure we've been covering some tough ones the last couple, so we'll, we'll move on to something lighter and make it fun for the holiday. And uh, we appreciate, again, everybody listening. So on behalf of Jude, Joe, and myself, Tim, thanks again for listening to the Beards and Bros podcast. Remember that you can catch us on Spotify. You can catch us on Apple Podcasts. And if you do that, please remember to give us a five-star rating and some feedback. Uh, And then you can also catch us on Facebook. So now you can just go to our Facebook page, the Beards and Bros uh, podcast Facebook page. It'll actually have a link there. You don't even have to download any of these apps. And you can just use your Facebook uh, login and go to our web page or our Facebook page, and then boom, 
uh, it links you to the episode. So um, pretty awesome. Then it makes it a lot easier for our listeners. And uh, we're excited about that. So uh, please remember to share uh, if you are seeing this on Facebook. Uh, share it on your on your Facebook. We're, you know, we're looking to grow our audience, and uh, we're, we've been having a lot of fun, and and we'll be wrapping up season one probably pretty soon, and then moving into season two uh, before you know it. And um, you know, uh, again, thank you all for listening. Have a great week. Uh, have a, a, a productive week or so leading up to the holidays. Uh, whatever it is that you celebrates we hope that the holidays are are kind and uh, fun and full of love so have a great one we'll see you next week <laughs>